Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Psychic Medium, Tony Green. I am Tony Green. Today is a very special um, edition of um, this show. It's the relationship edition. And I'm going to right away go ahead and put Dylan, my co-host, on. Hey, Dylan, how are you today? Hello? Yes, I am here. Thanks for having me. Hey, Dylan, tell everybody just like three seconds worth of your, I don't want to say relationship history, but like you're a single man, was married, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I just put it, I just did it. Go ahead. Dylan is a single man. At one time, he was married, and he is here to help. And well, I think he's single. I don't know a lot about his personal life. He might he might be dating somebody. He might be in a relationship. I don't know, um, but he's not married. But at one time, he was, and he's here to answer your questions regarding relationships, um, whether you're a man or a woman. Today's world, it can be really um, challenging navigating the whole dating relationship. This system at this point, I'm going to say it's a whole system. Um, there's a lot of things. Uh, there are a lot of new terms, new behaviors, new attitudes about dating and relationships and the way they should go, and I, I, I'm not familiar with most of them, to be perfectly honest. I'm really not. Um, I don't know what, poly, well, I didn't know what polyamorous means. I think I still don't know what polyamorous means. I don't really care what it means. Um, it, it's a way of having some kind of open I think it's some kind of open relationship. But my whole point is there are a lot of new terms, a lot of new definitions, a lot of new relationship types out there, and it can be really difficult to navigate. Sometimes if you're a man, you just need a woman's opinion. If you're a woman, you just need a man to tell you what's going on here, and that's what we're doing today. I am going to bring on our very first caller, but first I want to say hello to Heather and Genevieve who have joined us live on um, YouTube. And here we go, Dylan. Here's the first caller, area code 551. 551, if you have us on speakerphone, please take us off and please have a relationship. Hi, Tony. It's Jennifer. I'm sorry. I may be misunderstood. I was looking just for like a general, like a reading, if you had any um, messages for me. Not necessary relationship. Nope. Jennifer, here's what I'm going to tell you. Um, This show is dedicated to relationships. So you can call back on Monday, and I'll be happy to give you a connection to heaven or answer a general question. I don't do full-on reads on any of my shows. If you want a full-on read, you can book a session with me. I'm happy to help you that way. But 
do yeah. have a relationship question ready. And yes, here we I go. do. How can we help you? Awesome. Hi. Hi, this is this is Amla and I do have a relationship question. Um I think it just doesn't have to necessarily be dating either, but this is what I'm running into is that people say that they're gonna do something and it just it just seems like time and time again with at least me, I, I really follow through, they don't. And it's and I therefore I have trust issues because I don't know what to do. It's just like I'm following through and they say they're going to do something and they don't do it. And it's something simple. It's not It's not something complicated. Okay. So I'm just wondering any thoughts with that. I'm just going to say, and Dylan, I don't know if you can speak to this or not. If you're in a relationship and somebody, especially if it's the beginning of a relationship, and someone says they're going to do something and they don't, I just feel like they might have either a, a, there could be three things here, a lot going on, they're not that interested, or they just don't have a high level of caring about this situation. Um, Dylan, what's your take on that? If you're in a relationship, especially in the beginning, and somebody's saying they're going to do something and they don't do it, what what is that from a guy's perspective? When guys yeah, say they're going to exactly. do something, yes. Well, just, I think just really on, it's a red flag um, in the relationship. If that's they're not following through, there's some hidden areas. Maybe they're in another relationship. Maybe they're ending that one. Uh, there's something keeping them from not committing to something they say they're going to do. Uh, from a guy's perspective, could be various reasons. Maybe he's dating two or three other women. He's still in another relationship. Uh, something is getting in the way of him not committing to something that simple as following through, uh, saying you're going to do something, you're going to be here, or having dinner at eight o'clock, and that or doesn't even, work out. Even like, even like a text, it's like, it's not very difficult in this day and age to like contact the person, say you're running late. That's just, it's just, it's so, it feels like I'm, I'm, I'm pulling up a boulder uphill, and it's just, it's the worth my time. I know the answer is no, but it's just, I don't know what it is, and. Another thing is that comes with it is that I'm so direct. I find people just don't, they don't know what to do with me because I don't, I just get, let's cut to the chase. And it's not even something that I'm like, I don't know, uh, you know, just angry and being all crazy. No, it's just, I'm pretty direct. It's like, I like to set things where there are, I call a spade a spade. So. You're right. Okay. So I'm like, I'm going to let Dylan finish answering that for you because there is this whole text culture thing. And Amla, I'm going to put you on mute while Dylan answers. Um, And Dylan, I want you, this whole text culture thing is, um, it gets a lot of people in trouble because sometimes you text somebody, they don't get the text. Sometimes you text somebody, they can't answer right away and then they forget. Sometimes you text somebody and the person receiving it puts an emotion or a tone to it that is not there. But when, when you're, when I, in, you know, my opinion, and um, I don't know, uh, from a guy's perspective, women can be a lot more about that risk 
response and immediately than men are. I think men, some men are a little bit more casual about texting, but I do know, what I do know is when a guy is interested in the beginning when he's working it, he's on those texts like nothing. And when that starts to fade off, is it because they're not interested or is it because they just, they know they have it? What's your perspective on the whole texting culture, Dylan? Well, I mean, first off, uh, things can get lost in translation. I think that's the biggest thing with text compared to just a straight-up phone call is they can be misinterpreted five different ways. You know, it seems straightforward. I guess the more straightforward you can be in texting, the better. But there's always, did the person mean this? Or was this an attitude thing? Are they saying something different than what they really mean? So I think that's the first problem with it. I think, you know, the second thing you're right is uh, the texts are in a timely fashion being returned. Obviously, there's an interest there. If it's going a day, two days with no response, you'd have to question that person. You'd have to bring that up early on and tell them that's not what uh, you're comfortable with. And hopefully it improves and you give it a chance to improve. If it doesn't, then it's probably time to move on. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And let me tell you, and, and um, I know Amla's situation personally, not personally, but we've, we've talked a bit, and I'm feeling like this is a newer situation for Amla. And I'm going to say in the, if in the beginning, if you're having these issues and this level of frustration in the beginning of a relationship, like, get out because it doesn't get better. I, I, I'm just saying personally, like Dylan, when you're in a relationship, if in the if near the beginning or in the beginning within the first couple months, there's a level of frustration on either person's part. I would say don't don't try to uh, say, well, this frustrates me, but let's see where this goes. How do you feel about that, Dylan? Well, I think just direct. I mean, there's a fine line there, but. Early on in the relationship, be direct, express what you expect. And as I said before, if things improve and, and that person understands it and then you're getting uh, the response that you want, uh, then it's good. But if uh, you're, you're not happy about it, how it's, it's going, or there's misinterpretation, I guess the more upfront you can be early on, uh, the better. And then if, it, if you are Absolutely. upfront, not being too, you know, way over the top, but that's where there's that fine line, but just enough to say, hey, this is not what um, I would expect and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And if it improves, well, then, then it's a relationship worth uh, continuing to pursue. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Let's go to the next caller, Dylan. Um, I'm going to go to 347. Three four seven. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? And please take us off speaker phone. Hello. 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 Hi there. Oh hi, this is Katie. How are you? Good. We're doing great. How are you? Oh, I just want to ask a question about um, attracting or manifesting a romantic relationship. Okay, well, um, is that the question? Like, how do you do that? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so number one, get out and be in public. 
Um, <laughs> unless you want the pizza delivery guy. <laughs> you can't just I love these people who talk about the law of attraction and manifestation. Make a list of everything you want and put it under your pillow. Listen, if some dude ends up on your pillow in the middle of the night, you're going to be calling the popo trying to get him out of there. Like, who the hell are you and where did you come from? So number one, yeah, it's good to know what you want, but it's better unless you want the pizza delivery guy or the guy robbing your house um, to get out in public and actually be around people and talk to people and enjoy the energy of people. Now, I'm going to say this. If you are not a person who typically goes to bars, do not go to a bar to meet a guy. Don't. Because this might be a guy who is always in the bars, and then you meet them and you expect them to not be in the bars. Well, guess what? That's part of their culture. That's part of their life. Find something you enjoy, golfing, pool, darts. Well, pool and darts are typically done in bars, but golfing, <laughs> golfing <laughs> cooking classes, um, wine tastings. Um, if you want a, 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 per, a partner or a person who's a little bit on this level, you have to do things on that level, whatever that level is, to meet that partner. Now I'm going to give it over to Dylan. And Dylan, from a guy's perspective, um, I, this whole law of attraction, it's good to know what you want, but at what point and how is the best way to bring a partner into your life other than just saying, universe, this is what I want? Well, yeah, I think first off, you're right. You've got to put yourself out there, put yourself in situations where um, you're finding like-minded people. You know, they like to hang out bars, and that's what you do, and you're going to find some guys – in that situation too, or if it's in other social uh, situations, great. But you, you got to take, you know, some action. There has to be whether it's showing some interest, uh, looking over at that that individual, um, giving some signal. You're going to have to see what that is. Each person's. You know, different on that. So it, yeah. it just depends. But you have to get their attention. You have to get their attention for sure. That's not, that's one, get out there, and two, get their attention. Yeah. I I can't tell you, Dylan, the number of women that come into my office and I'm like, go hit some balls at a golf range. And they're like, well, I don't golf. I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. Go hit some balls. When you're hitting them wrong, if somebody is interested in you, they're going to come up and they're going to ask if they can show you how to hit a ball with a golf club. Or if you're, if you're a woman and you're looking for a man, and if you're a man and you're looking for a woman, but I'm going to just use the woman-man thing. If you're a woman and you're looking for a man, probably your yoga class might not be the best place because it's probably filled with all the women you know, okay? Might not be the best place to try to meet a new man. And the same for men. Men, you know, if you go, you know, shooting, I, I go shooting, but if you go shooting, you might not meet a woman. Um, so you want to go places where the opposite sex might be, and might be single and might be, um, like, you don't want to go someplace that you're going to hate it, okay? So if you can't stand painting, 
Don't go to a pink and sip to meet the opposite sex. Do something you can somewhat tolerate and enjoy and then get and do that. Now, I am going to tell you um, the one of Katie. the best things, Katie, that, um, thank you, that I feel is if you are invited to dinners, if you are invited to events, if there are actual events that you like, let's say a speaker is coming or whatever it is, go to those events. If you're invited to a wedding, go to that wedding. If you're invited to even like a Thanksgiving dinner with people that you don't know, go. You never know who you're going to run into, who you're going to meet. My sister met her husband when she was um, she was actually leaving her father's house, and um, there was two doors down a guy visiting a friend, and saw my sister, and through communication with the it, it, it sounds like a complicated story, but he literally had his friend ask my sister's dad who that was, and, and that's how they met and, and ended up married. Okay? It's that odd of a coincidence that is not a coincidence. But get out. Go. Go and get out and be out there. Crazy. I feel like in a month to a month and a half, you are going to meet someone, though, but you have to be in public. You are going to meet this person organically. You are going to meet them in public, and you might even meet them in a situation where you are um, in the middle of doing things, like you're at this event doing something. Okay, love? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. You're, you are welcome. We're going to go straight to the next caller, um, Dylan. The next caller is 415. What's your name? Where are you calling from? And what's your relationship question? Hi, this is Anne from Washington State. Hey, Anne. How can we help you? Hey. I, uh, my question is um, the last place I lived, um, I was just kind of dating casually, and I've moved to a new city, and I say I'm ready to meet someone for a more permanent, committed relationship. So I guess the, uh, the non-specific question is, like, when do you know? Or, like, what can you ask yourself emotionally or mentally, am I ready for a committed relationship? If you, I think that, and Dylan, I don't know how you feel about this, I think that in every relationship we grow a little bit. Um, uh-huh. And sometimes we don't have that emotional growth until we are in that relationship. We need to be in that relationship and experience that one-on-one with another person to see where we can grow and heal with that person. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think if you're at the point where you are saying to yourself, I'm ready for a relationship, a more serious relationship, you are. So, Dylan, what would you say about that? Well, yeah, once once you know you're ready, the chances of meeting someone uh, increase greatly, especially if you're, as we were talking about before, putting yourself in a position where you are going to meet people. You're going to have to take some action. And so if you're right. taking action and you're in a spot in your life where you are ready, there's some good chances something you're going to meet somebody if you're open-minded to it, yeah. And I would say if 
if you're at a point where you know you're ready. Now, Dylan, here's a really good, like, interesting kind of the way you meet someone and how you talk to them when you first meet them. It, it shouldn't be, are you looking for marriage? Um, oh, yeah. If you're just meeting them casually out someplace. But there are things, Dylan, give us two or three questions. I'm totally putting Dylan on the spot right now. He had no mm-hmm. idea this was becoming. Two or three statements or questions that you would make, Dylan, to see if a woman is available and looking for a relationship. What would you say to a woman? Wow, that is, you did put me on the spot here, but I would say (laughs) with an open-minded, open-minded kind of questions, um, you know, you can start off with the basic, uh, you know, background stuff, but to find out more just what their family situation is, you know, what job situation Things like that would give you a clue if this is a person that is open to a relationship now. If uh, they're just moved to the area, like this one caller, tell you that they are, you know, open to meeting, you know, new people. I think that would, mm-hmm. any questions that would um, give you a clue in that regards would, would be helpful. Um, quite, you know, just... Hopefully one question leads to the next. If it's an open open question where the person is, is very uh, forthcoming with information, then obviously you can lead to another question after that. But something just finding out where their background, if they're kind of new to this area, where, where they're coming from, what their family situation is, would lead them to express, you know, they're going to express that they are open to a, a new relationship. Absolutely. And the other thing I would say is if I'm out and somebody approaches me and I'm not in a place where I'm looking for a situation or a relationship, I'm going to say I have a partner. Whether I do or not, I'm going to say it. Right. Okay? So or dating someone. One of the yeah. Things, yeah, one of the first things you can do is to sound like, to not sound like you're trying to find out, one of the things I, I always say is, oh, are you out without your wife or your girlfriend tonight? Just kind of in a way, instead of saying to men especially, do you have a girlfriend or a wife? Because a lot of them might not be as honest as they could be. But I always make, if I, if I am um, interested I might, if they're talking to me, I might make the joke, well, how would your girlfriend feel about you saying that to me? And if they say, oh, I don't have a girlfriend, that's a natural reaction. So that's one way to find out if they're single. But if you're out in a situation with other people, finding out if someone is open to to you, Start with questions along those lines, and from there you will uh, be able to tell. I think I think from there you will be able to tell. Hopefully, right? 
So let's go to the next caller. Thank you so much for calling in. I'm going to go to the next caller, 347. 347, how are you doing today? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. What's your question? My question is, um, I wanted to know if you see me in a relationship anytime soon. I kind of feel like it's not going to happen if I don't move away from where I live. Where I live, um, I've tried to date around, and there's just no one for me, and I really don't want to even live in that town anymore. And I I feel like I just can't even tolerate people anymore, like even in the workplaces or any kind of relationships anymore. I, I don't know if it means I'm just going to not be with someone, you know, and not get married or whatever. But I, I feel like maybe it's my town that's causing me to just become this way, like more miserable. And I'm worried about a partner in the future because of it. Okay, so first of all, um, two things that you said are really red flags. You can't tolerate people and more miserable. Like, you're not even close to a state of mind of dating. You're not even close to a state of mind of having friends. I would honestly and truly recommend you spend some time um, figuring out what will make you happy personally. Like, kind of go into disconnect and allow yourself to be in a space where you can figure out you because um, anyone that you try to connect with at this point, it's not going to have a healthy or a happy outcome. I think if you spend even just a month really looking at what it's going to take to allow you to get back to that state of good mental health, meaning not miserable, being able to tolerate people, you will come a long way. Um, But nobody's, you're not going to meet a female, a male, a friend, a family member, a puppy that is going to make you happy. That comes from inside. And if you try to meet people now, you're going to attract to you exactly what you're putting out. So what I'm going to tell tell you um, is just please work on you. And if you do, if you spend some time alone and you really work on you, right around that six-month mark, you have the potential to meet somebody who you could really grow and learn with. Until then, um, I, I just really want to say I think you should do some self-work. And I know that's not a good answer, and that might not even be the answer that you want to hear. And, Dylan, um, if one of your friends were saying to you, I'm so miserable, yada, yada, what would you recommend to your friend, Dylan? Well, I would say right away that you're not going to solve all this just by meeting somebody. That, that's number one. Number two, you're not putting yourself in the position to probably meet the right person unless you're in the right frame of mind. If you're just, you know, just searching out there and it's more of a, a desperate plea to find a new person, I think that's going to change everything and where you are in your life at that point. I just don't think that's going to work. I, I think it has to start with you first and, and improve and you'll be much more open-minded to the right type of person. Uh, after that. Absolutely, 100%. And I'll I'll also say that um, when you're you're in that state of mind, really self-examination 
is the most important thing you can do. What put you here? Why? Why is this happening? I, I have this process where you say why at least three times. Well, why am I miserable? Yeah, but what made that happen? Why? Why? And by the time you reach a third time, you're getting close, but you have to keep digging down deeper. Um, and I'm going to say it's never, we want to say it's somebody else. It's never somebody else. It's always something, a choice we made, a decision we made, something we stayed in a little bit too long. Whatever it is, it is. Um, Okay, Dylan, we did it. We made it through. <laughs> We're at the, uh, the, the end of the show. I want to thank you so much. I'm so grateful and honored that you could be on the show with me today. I'm really grateful you for all of You had tough questions today. Oh, yeah. These are they're good questions. Good questions. So I, I congratulate you on your questions today. Very good. Very good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And um, I hope that for, for the people listening, hearing it from a male perspective helps you. Why I'm having a co-host, because a lot of times we hear something, if we're a woman from a woman, and we think, ah, no, that, she doesn't understand. But when we do hear it from a man, we totally take it in a completely different way. So Dylan, thank you. It's, it's invaluable having you on the show to help women understand men a little bit and, and understand the process a little bit better. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Thanks for having oh, me. Absolutely. I will have you again if you'll be had. Um, thank you to everybody on YouTube, WSBS, Rude Rangers TV, and all the other venues that watch and listen in. Thank you for joining us. I am so grateful for that. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.